Hello and welcome to the first episode of Ready, Set, Retire, an audio guide packed with information, insights, and experiences for people who are planning for, about to, or already have retired. I'm John McComb, recently retired after a 50-year broadcast career, the past 36 years at CKNW Radio in Vancouver. I'll be sitting down with my co-host Lori Pinkowski every other Friday to help answer the many questions that come up as you prepare to relax and devote some time to you and your new retirement life. Lori is the founder of Pinkowski Wealth Management and is a senior vice president and senior portfolio manager at Raymond James. Lori, it is great to talk to you again. Great to talk to you as well, John. I'm really excited about our new show together, Ready, Set, Retire. And after a decade of doing CKNW together and over 500 shows, I knew it'd be a great opportunity to work with you again, uh, you know, giving our listeners the valuable information that they can use in their daily lives for retirement or during retirement. Well, you have been uh, my financial advisor and portfolio manager for many years. And when I decided to retire, I didn't really want to, but my body said, uh, hey, it's time to retire. But you were there every step of the way when I finally hung up my headphones and gracefully exited the radio business in the middle of December of 2019. And when I entered retirement, I mean, you were there. My last paycheck went in the bank on December 31st. My first retirement funds were in my account on January 15th. And frankly, Kristen, uh, my wife and I have missed a beat, and that's the way it's supposed to be. And for me, it was, I guess it was all in my head because I was tired of getting up in the morning. I got up at three o'clock in the morning to go do the morning show, but I was resistant. But now that I've done it, or uh, when, I, when I did, I finally got to sleep in. I thought, wow, this is fabulous. And you were there to smooth over the whatever rough spots, mostly things that I imagined would happen, which actually didn't. And you provided great advice. So thank you. Now I'm retired in quotation marks because retirement lasted about six weeks before I got the itch to start talking into microphones again to podcast and do some voice work, which is my new old hobby. The John McComb podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And uh, I have you to thank for holding my hand as I... <laughs> made it made it into retirement. So thank you. Yes, or quasi-retirement, as, as I call it. But uh, no, definitely, you know, it's been an exciting time for you transitioning to this next stage of life. And, you know, retirement is, is fun and exciting time as long as you have a plan in place. And some people come to us early on and let us know they want to retire in a few years. Others come to us within a few months uh, and say, you know, I've had it. I, I, I'd like to move on. And so what my team and I are there for is, is to really provide uh, that kind of retirement plan, bring your blood pressure down, talk about your goals in life and, uh, and what your plans are, uh, and how you want to spend your time in retirement is also very important, the emotional aspects of leaving your career. And so uh, it was definitely fun taking you from that time of working with CKNW for so long. Uh, and you and I working together. So it was a little bit of uh, a sad time as well, uh, as uh, I wasn't going to be doing uh, making sense of the markets with you anymore. But of course, I'm continuing doing that on NW with Simi Sarah now. And so, like I said, it's really exciting to be working with you again. 
I enjoy talking with you all the time. And of course, I really enjoy being your financial advisor and portfolio manager and seeing you transition into uh, this form of retirement. Now, I think we should let people know about Pinkowski Wealth Management because you lead a team of investment professionals and they monitor portfolios and serve the clients. You and your team have really always focused on helping retirees and giving people insight into some difficult topics, things like what to expect in terms of fees and performance, portfolio management during volatile times, and boy, has there ever been a time in our history, uh, recent history, than now when things are so volatile. How to ensure you are working with a quality financial advisor estate planning issues, dealing with wealth within difficult family dynamics. There's a book right there. Tax planning strategies. I mean, you and the the team at Pinkowski Wealth Management do it all. After managing retiree wealth for over 20 years, I really am familiar with most concerns or questions people have as they transition into this next stage. So what we want to focus the show on, Ready, Set, Retire, is, of course, everything to do with retirement, not just the financial aspect, but also the estate planning issues, travel and hobbies, and even the emotional side of retirement uh, that I see many people experience. We plan to bring in exciting experts in various fields so that you can learn from the pros in all different areas how to live your best retirement possible. So I'm really excited to be moving forward with this project with you, John, because I I really do believe that our experience with retirees and wealth management over the past 20 years provides listeners some really good insight on planning for the next stage of life. Well, if there's ever been a time when people are concerned, I think, with uh, the stock markets going up and down and this COVID-19 situation, which uh, has uh, everybody, I think, on edge and especially in retirement, wondering about uh, how your nest egg is doing, this is really the time, I think, where people crave and need good, reliable, and solid information about what's going on and how that plays into their retirement planning. And so uh, I think we're going to hear and do a lot of that over the next uh, many months because this thing doesn't look like it's going to go away anytime soon. And I think a lot of people are concerned. So we're going to try to allay some of those fears and anxieties that people might have. Definitely. I mean, COVID has added another layer of uncertainty for those planning on retiring or those who have just retired. I mean, I think a good example, though, is between you and I, our conversation a few weeks ago that you felt totally comfortable during this time and haven't worried too much because you're with the right portfolio manager. So that makes a big difference. But there are uh, a lot of people out there that have not possibly been with a good financial advisor and have seen their portfolios been hit quite hard during uh, this volatile period. And what I've been saying quite a bit on uh, on NW is that uh, it really mattered what sectors you were in during this time is how your portfolio portfolio fared and the strategy that your financial advisor kind of adheres to. And for us, as you know, I've always believed in active management, meaning, you know, get out of sectors that aren't working, raising cash when things get volatile. And then when I talk about the various sectors, to give you an example, when you look at, say, the energy sector or the financial sector in the markets, I mean, both of those are down 20, 30 percent still year to date, whereas a sector like technology is actually up on the year or consumer staples, or maybe, you know, up slightly on the year. 
So it's really important uh, that your portfolio has changed over the past few months, in my opinion. I think that the world has changed uh, in the short term here, and you need to change with it. And that's the type of financial advisor that you want, one that's flexible, that's able to go and move your portfolio when they need to and and move quickly. Well, and we'll update people on a regular basis as time goes by and situations uh, change. So again, we want to bring people the best and most reliable information. Now, you mentioned off the top that you wanted to start with a checklist for successful retirement. And there are just a lot of good key points, I think, for people to keep in mind. So let's start off with when is the ideal time to start planning or thinking about your retirement? You know, I'd say five years out is really a good time to review your situation in good detail. It gives you enough time to tweak things if you need to, to spend less, save more. Uh, It gives your financial advisor enough time to really plan ahead. Uh, And also, you can start thinking of the, the kind of retirement lifestyle that you want to live. And with COVID right now, I think it's difficult for some people to plan going forward and think about what they were going to do, such as traveling being a big one in retirement. Of course, there's restrictions on all of that right now. My recommendation still for our clients is when we're putting together a plan is to really view things as if things were open again, because at some point in the future, these restrictions will be lifted. And again, we don't know when that's going to be and how that's going to look, but I rather cushion that you're going to spend more Uh, As right now, people are obviously spending less, they're staying home, they're staying close to home. So again, plan as if things were kind of back to normal, even though we all understand the situation that we're in. And then what we want to look at is what, what that sort of lifestyle would cost to maintain. How much income do we need to get you out of a portfolio? or in terms of maybe you have properties, rental incomes, and then CPP, OAS. We bring everything together and we put a sort of an estimate together to make sure that you have enough money saved up to fund your retirement till the end of time. And that's really, really important. And so five years out is ideal, but don't get worried uh, if you haven't started planning, you, you want to retire sooner than that. And the idea of having a plan, I can attest to, uh, it's comforting to know. You know, you can look at the numbers, you can project out, and you have a pretty good idea of what you need to do. In my case, uh, I wanted to, as much as possible, be debt-free by the time I retired. So I worked a lot on that and made that happen. And I'm a guy who generally uh, worries about money. I have all my life. But now I don't anymore, which is which is fantastic. Um, I'm doing my job. You then. are. You are. It's it's an amazing thing. And so the idea of planning and, and thinking ahead and being able to, as you say, make the changes that you want to make before you hit retirement is, is a great thing, I think. Yeah, exactly. So when you kind of look at the timeline of, of your goal of retirement, uh, you know, then say if you're three years out, you know, what do you do at, at that point? Uh, what we're asking our clients to do is check on your CPP entitlements, uh, track your spending for a few months so we can start trying to get a budget together, update your retirement plan with current numbers as we're getting closer. And as you said, a really important one is checking debt levels. I mean, most of our clients are paying off their Visa and MasterCard bills. That's that's a given. What we sometimes find out is that they had a line of credit uh, attached to a home somewhere, or they may have debt uh, on rental properties, things like that. So you just want to make sure that when you're updating a financial retirement plan or creating one for the first time, that you're giving your financial advisor or a financial planner all of the information necessary. And that will 
uh, provide you with a more detailed insight to your whole financial picture. And that's really important as you get closer to that exciting date of retirement. Okay. So let's say that you're about a year away now. You've been uh, talking with your financial advisor and you have a pretty good idea where things are going and you're a year out. What do you need to start thinking about then? I think what's important is getting emotionally ready. Of course, you've been talking to your financial advisor, hopefully already about preparing for that time and really switching your mindset from getting a paycheck to paying yourself. And as you said, you know, it can happen very quickly, you know, for you, you know, two weeks and the money in the bank and life went on and everything was great. And this is what I try to tell people, you know, that transition to retirement on average is kind of like a three months change for people, sometimes a little bit longer, but you know, they get into the swing of things, they get their new schedule. I often say people who are retired are sometimes busier than when they were working actually. So they're filling their time with things they enjoy. So that's exciting for me to see. That's my goal when dealing with people as they transition. You also want to be talking to your advisor about structuring when you draw cash from which accounts. So we look at that um, about whether we should be taking money early from your RSP or your RIF account. Should you be taking it from a joint account? People often ask about tax-free savings accounts. And so we're definitely setting up how you're going to be drawing your income. So that transition is smooth. Also, make sure you have some social circles outside of work because a lot of people, and you'll probably agree, a lot of your social activity happens around your place of employment. And so that's important to continue that. And a lot of a lot of our clients, of course, are spending more time with family and so on. And once they uh, stop spending time in the office or in their shop or store or whatever that they may be doing. And also a lot of people plan out their vacation days. So they're able to leave earlier than expected in terms of their retirement date. And they can take full advantage of those vacation days. So I think that's the one year out. And including, you know, even three months out, you start to switch um, important subscriptions to your personal emails, finalize medical and dental work. A lot of people forget about that. But uh, dental work is not free when you're retired. No. And so it's important to take advantage of that. And again, if you want to have a line of credit attached to your home, it's probably important. And some people like that for a safety net uh, that you do that while you're still working because it's very difficult to do once you're retired. So seems like a lot of things that we're discussing, but really it's a step-by-step process. And we go through that. And many other financial advisors also go through these kind of steps with their clients, I would assume. Well, and you mentioned earlier the idea of travel. And of course, a lot of people, once they retire, their big plan is to take several uh, trips in a year or couple, whatever. And of course, these days, it's, it's a little bit tough because we can't go anywhere. So with this COVID-19 situation, you do have to kind of think about what you're going to do with your time just because of the pandemic. Some of the, your activities can be limited. Especially because they're talking about still restricting non-essential travel or encouraging us not to travel within the province even still. But again, those things are loosening up somewhat and, you know, it, it will give us time to enjoy our surroundings, you know, whether it be in Vancouver or, you know, whether it be the Okanagan, Whistler, Canada is a beautiful place. So this might give us the opportunity to enjoy our own backyard within the next few months. Of course, in terms of other restrictions and what to do in retirement, I mean, some of the things that we've talked to clients about, I mean, many have, you know, taken online fitness lessons or learning a new language. There's a lot of things you can do online. Becoming tech savvy a little bit, definitely helpful during this time. Because as you know, we, uh, Kristen and I had a very, very big bucket list 
trip all planned, and we were going to go with a bunch of listeners from CKNW, and of course, uh, COVID-19 hit, and everything was canceled. And so, as I told you earlier, uh, it really didn't Well, it was upset that the trip didn't happen, but I've been in my basement building my little recording studio, so I've had something else to focus on. And I thought, you know, I really probably wouldn't leave the house even if there was no pandemic. I mean, I leave the house, but it hasn't kind of thrown off my day in and day out because I've had something else to focus on and build this little recording studio downstairs. So it is a time when you really have to kind of think about what you're going to do with yourself until hopefully things get back on track and we can travel again and and do the things that that we had planned. Exactly. So I think for the next few months, things have obviously changed and, you know, we're practicing the new normal. Eventually, you know, the world has gotten over many things before. And and my opinion is, is this will be one of those things. But of course, it's been a very trying and difficult time, not just for retirees, but for for so many people within our community and within our country and and around the world. So, of course, um, when planning for the future, people go, well, it's a little bit difficult. And maybe even people get a little bit worried about what's going to happen going forward. Again, my belief is, is that uh, you should be planning as if you can do what you want to do. And hopefully in the next six to 12 months, that becomes a reality. As you mentioned earlier, you've been at this for uh, some 20 years. And I think that you've probably heard every question in the book in terms of retirement and retirement planning. So what are the I don't know, top five or so questions that you get from people. Myself and my team, we continue to see kind of similar questions as people approach retirement. And, you know, I think the number one question is probably, do I have enough to retire? And many people want me to come up with a magic number for them. And I say, well, you know, it really depends on how much you spend is how much you need. And so, uh, again, this is where that financial plan comes into play and makes it uh, definitely much easier to follow and for us to really provide you the advice that you need. But I would say that um, a usual number that people look at is kind of $5,000 per month and then as well extra for travel. And that travel amount can be ten to 20000 So that may seem low to some people, that may seem high to some people. But I would say on average, that's what I see. The other thing is, is that I often say that people spend a lot more in their early years of retirement, of course. Spending tends to slow down in your mid, late 70s and 80s, you know, due to health reasons, due to not wanting to travel. So again, we kind of look at the financial plan and gear it towards that. So we balloon income up in the beginning only to taper off later on in those later stages of life, just because I don't feel that people spend the same amount all the way through. I haven't seen it yet. A lot of people want to know, where is the income going to come from once I stop getting a paycheck from the company or or, uh, wherever I work? Transitioning from getting paid to paying yourself, uh, as I mentioned before, that is a big one. Of course, we take a look at how much CPP you'll be getting, uh, old age security, changing RSPs to RIFs and taking out income early. Some people, we advise they do that. And then really starting minimum RIF payments, you know, do we want to take them monthly, quarterly, or annually? It really depends on how much money you need from your portfolio and also where to take money first from. So as I mentioned that, do you take it from your joint account, your RIFs, all those sorts of things? But we answer all of those questions for clients because clients essentially as investors, you won't know where you should be taking it from. This is more of a tax question and it really depends on how your accounts are structured and where do you have the most amount of your money? Is it in registered? 
registered accounts or non-registered accounts, meaning RSP or non-RSP accounts. And from there, we're able to advise you further. Now, as you progress along in retirement, do your investments need to change? What kinds of returns should people expect? I think a lot of people believe that as you age, it needs to become much more conservative. The issue that you have with that, um, so if you say the most conservative investment in GICs, I mean, they're paying one, and if you're lucky, 2% right now. That's not an income that most people can live off with their portfolio. So therefore, you need to have a certain amount in good quality dividend-paying stocks, as well as some fixed income or bonds. And that percentage that you have in each asset class, as we call it, will depend on you, your risk tolerance and your situation. But I would say just because you're moving into retirement does not mean that you're supposed to have a lot less in equities. It really matters how those equities are managed. Make sure that there's a really strong risk discipline from your financial advisor when managing your portfolio. The other thing I would say is that, you know, when you're going to retirement, we're never projecting that people are striving to get the 10% a year in annual return or 9% even. I mean, usually we're looking at kind of the 6 to 8% range, and it really depends on what's happening at that time during the market cycle, where you're going to land. But again, trying to get higher returns in retirement is obviously not a usual goal. You want to be steady, you want to be consistent, and you want to be safe while taking people through those years. They don't have a chance to make it up again, and that's what we're aware of. And that's why we take risk so seriously. And that has paid off for a lot of our clients during this COVID time. The other uh, question that comes up is one of emotions. And, you know, are you ready for retirement or should maybe a person semi-retire or volunteer or work part-time or what have you? And I mean, in my case, as I said, I, you know, I was retired <laughs> for, a, for a few weeks and then, uh, I got back at it um, because I love I love doing this. I love uh, interviewing and talking into microphones and and bringing people uh, information. It's just uh, very much a part of of who I am. So I've been very very lucky that way. There hasn't been a big emotional hurdle to overcome. You know, when we were getting toward the day <laughs> when I was working, uh, it was kind of emotional. But then you're leaving friends. You you know, I was there at NW for so long that, you know, there is an emotional aspect to this. There definitely is. And I think you took this transition and did it very, very well, John. I have to say that, you know, Thank because you. You, you put in so much time and effort into your career and such a successful career. And you were completely OK with making this change. And I think it's great that you, you know, even if it was only six weeks, you're choosing to work, not having to work. And that's what retirement can be. You love what you do, just like I love what I do. And so retirement may mean different things for different people, right? There's no cookie cutter approach to retirement. And the emotional aspect is some people really um, find it difficult leaving their career behind where others find it uplifting and exciting. This is a new stage, a new phase, you know? And so every person that we deal with during this transition, it's really much that conversation that we're having and ensuring that they do have a plan to keep busy during retirement. And it doesn't mean that they have to plan, have a plan for every day. That's the point of being retired, right? You don't have a schedule anymore, but at least identifying with that, you will be making this change and you know, what do you plan to do in retirement? So there is an emotional aspect to this for sure, but I've seen a very positive emotional aspect for most people. And we've touched on this a bit, but the other question is how do people spend their time in retirement? If you don't have a hobby, you know, you've been working your whole life, 
you, you didn't have time for that sort of thing. How do you get into doing something else if it's volunteering or what have you? So when we talk about how do people spend their time in retirement, I think a few come up consistently, which is spending more time with family, grandchildren, things like that. But not everybody is into that, I will say that. Traveling was another one. So instead, of course, going international and staying more local. And John, you and I plan to have kind of travel experts on here along the way as as the COVID restrictions loosen to give people ideas of what they could be doing closer to home. Getting involved in the community and volunteering. Again, as we know, I mean, there's many organizations that still need our help as volunteers. And just because they're not having uh, kind of these fundraisers and so on, a lot of them have gone virtual. They may need help uh, delivering, things like that. So don't forget about that. That's a possibility as well as things loosen here with COVID. And then picking up old hobbies and, like I said, learning a new language or or something like that. There's lots of ideas out there. And even though things have changed somewhat, you can still have lots of fun things to do out there, whether it's, you know, riding your bike around the seawall, taking a walk, hiking the trails of UBC. I mean, there's lots of things that you can be doing for the time being until things open up more. So, Lori, those are all great tips. And as we progress with Ready set, retire, our new program, uh, we will, of course, be answering many, many more questions. Now, before we wrap this up, you have a quote, you have a thought, you have a little nugget that you want to leave with people at the end of every show. So what do you have in mind today? After climbing the mountain, you can finally enjoy the view. That's what retirement should be. And that's our goal, to provide all of our listeners the information they need to make informed decisions so that they can live a long and happy and healthy retirement. Thank you, Lori. If you want more information or have any questions, please don't hesitate to call Lori and her team at Pinkowski Wealth Management, 604-915-LORI. That's 604-915-LORI. For Lori Pinkowski, I'm John McComb. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on Ready, Set, Retire.